The programme which follows is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Good afternoon, you are listening to Ice Top Gear on Resonance 104.4 FM, back from our summer holidays and stealing ourselves for a culture-heavy new season of Isotopica here on Resonance. Um, what we got coming up is going to be a strange season as much as anything that Isotopica has ever been puttable in a boxable kind of thing. But um, we've got lots more studio discussions, we have got lots of special guests, and we have an overarching theme, which is... Bear in mind, I'm neither a politician nor a journalist, but as a practicing fine artist, quite often working with sound, I find myself questioning the very sense of reality in this day and age. I'm still reeling, um, going tonight, biting my, going to bed almost every night, biting my pillow, shedding tears at the very notion of the Brexit vote of June or July or whenever it was last year. Quite frankly, it has been a whirlwind of disbelief and anger righteous anger as Mahatma Gandhi once mentioned is a very important and positive force in the world and Somewhat lost, how can I practice as a fine artist in a country that has as such voted for something that I feel so violently against as the notion of Brexit? I am a European. I am a progressive socialist, verging on the communist, artist, practitioner, agitation, propaganda, at least I like to think so, although with my recent record, not so much has actually been happening, but that's neither here nor there. We question the very notion of what is isotopica. Later in this series with special guest David Ellis, who, like me, some generation, is reeling with a sense of disgust at this I'm just going to say silly plebiscite that was put upon us in Brexit. Um, anyway, a few things I would like to point out. I have had the pleasure of introducing a new friend to a lot of my favourite culture in the way that we like to share. And one of the films that we chose to watch the other night was the classic Wicker Man from whenever it was. The most successful, unusual and truly fantastic of all the horror hammer style horror films made in Britain through the 1950s, 60s, 70s and perhaps into the 1980s and as many of you will be aware, The Wicked Man has a particular cult status within the canons of English and other cultures along with that I have been following the regular output of Scarfoot Council, um, the Scarfoot blogspot, blogspot, 
kind of Scarfoot, just Google it and you'll find it. I got caught out by Scarfoot because I was actually looking for one of the books that had um, been published on the website and spent a few days on eBay and Amazon and A books and phoning various friends trying to get a copy of a 1970s pan book which was titled Children and Hallucinogens, The Future of Discipline. And it turned out to be completely and utterly fake and made up, or at least in the sense of it was a book that was actually published in Scarfoot. Now, I started off there talking uh, about Wicker Man. I actually started off talking about Brexit. Then I went to Wicker Man, then I went to Scarfoot. And Scarfoot is a town in England where time is stuck in the 1970s, as I'm sure absolutely everyone listening to Icetopica knows. And the only, apart from various pagan rituals, black magic, white magic, um, obviously Satanism, things like that, the only compulsory subject at school is ontology. Um, so here we have ontology, which you mentioned, much of a vibe of resonance 104.4 FM. Ontology coming from a mispronunciation and a misunderstanding and a misrepresentation of much of Derrida's work and the early films uh, like Ghost Dance that he featured in spins around and suddenly I had one of those Damascene moments, the light shone from the heavens and there I was realising that Britain, Brexit Britain is very much Summer Isle it is the Wicker Man film that um, Scarfuck is not a satire but it's a very close view and hauntology is hauntology's kind of got a very pleasant side but a lot of darkness as well when it comes to things like um, things like the pagan rituals and, and do you know any people? If so, please report them to your local council. People are actually quite dangerous, um, according to some of the information documents that have been released from Scarfuck. Um, anyway, so I've realised that Brexit Britain is basically a very hauntological event, but not in a good way. Um, it's everything that is summer isle, not in a good way, because I must admit, I'm rather fond of a pagan ritual or two. I mean, come on, who isn't? So, this edition of Isotopica and many in the upcoming season of Isotopica are going to be taking this kind of harsh and somewhat shocked look at the notion of Brexit Britain. And we're not going to do that in terms of journalism or academic research. We're going to do it as artists. And as such, we will be doing things sonically that hopefully will make things a little clearer. Um, I know I'm not clear after saying all that, and I certainly hope no one else is that's listening, but that's just the way it goes with Ice Topka in the year 2016. 2016, 2016, I don't even know what date it is anymore, quite frankly, and it feels very much like the 1940s mixed with the 1970s, with a little bit of something else in there. 
Anyway, I'm going to get some rather more cogent people to come along and talk Brexit and possible strategies. I am a founding member of the Brexit Resistance, and if anyone's interested in joining the Resistance as an artist, as a member of the general public, or a creative field, or perhaps mercenaries, anyone anyone out there that feels they've got something to add to the Resistance, we're... Going back to another film that I was able to show a friend, which was Casablanca, that absolute chestnut and a classic. And when there was the scene in Rick's bar where the band struck up the Marseillaise against the invading German soldiers, it brought a tear to my eye, as ever. But the tear that it brought to my eye was the tear of a European and feeling that Brexit is very much the Nazi invasion. Anything that is a revolution sparked by and supported by Nigel Farage, Donald Trump and the Daily Mail is something to be resisted. So, if you want to join the resistance, you can contact me through my website or through hashtag Isotopica on Twitter or through the Resonance FM emergency help and phone lines, which are open 24 hours a day and only cost, I think it's £5 a minute. Or you just send me an email through my website being www.theculture.net. So, today, what we're going to do is I'll set out my stall for the upcoming season of Isotopica and we're going to have some improvisational piano music recorded in a rainstorm in Estonia, in fact in Tallinn, by longtime collaborator and Resonance FM broadcaster and convener of the Clapton Ensemble, Miss Elo Massing. And uh, she will be playing that piano. Uh, sent it to me via a very secret form of electronic communication which hopefully we're all going to be using now very good encryption included there's going to be some excerpts from the fountainhead possibly one of the worst films ever made from one of the worst books ever written by one of the worst people ever alive Ayn Rand the goddess of neoliberalism of the neoconservative neoliberal types those people who consider themselves to be libertarians absolutely love this foul and disfigured human being who is Ayn Rand and um, I'm going to be playing some of that today because I just listened to it I thought I'd better watch one of the worst films ever made as part of a kind of cultural introduction and I realised once again Ayn Rand is Brexit Britain hmm Anyway, usual cultural mix-ups. Catch you later. Enjoy today's edition of Ice Topica. This is me, Simon Tishko. Let's go. Your Honour, I shall call no witnesses. This will be my testimony and my summation. Take the oath. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. Thousands of years ago, the first man discovered how to make fire. He was probably burned at the stake he had taught his brothers to light, but he left them a gift they had not conceived, and he lifted darkness off the earth. Throughout the centuries, there were men who took first steps down new roads, armed with nothing but their own vision. The great creators, the thinkers, the artists, the scientists, the inventors, stood alone against the men of their time. Every new thought was opposed Every new invention was denounced. But the men of unborrowed vision went ahead. They fought, they suffered, and they paid. But they won. 
No creator was prompted by a desire to please his brothers. His brothers hated the gift he offered. His truth was his only motive. His work was his only goal. His work, not those who used it. His creation, not the benefits others derive from it. The creation which gave form to his truth. He held his truth above all things and against all men. He went ahead, whether others agreed with him or not, with his integrity as his only banner. He served nothing and no one. He lived for himself. And only by living for himself was he able to achieve the things which are the glory of mankind. Such is the nature of achievement. Man cannot survive except through his mind. He comes on earth unarmed. His brain is his only weapon. But the mind is an attribute of the individual. There is no such thing as a collective brain. The man who thinks must think and act on his own. The reasoning mind cannot work under any form of compulsion. It cannot be subordinated to the needs, opinions, or wishes of others. It is not an object of sacrifice. The creator stands on his own judgment. The parasite follows the opinions of others. The creator thinks. The parasite copies. The creator produces. The parasite loots. The creator's concern is the conquest of nature. The parasite's concern is the conquest of man. The creator requires independence. He, he neither serves nor rules. He deals with men by free exchange and voluntary choice. The parasite seeks power. He wants to bind all men together in common action and common slavery. He, he claims that man is only a tool for the use of others. That he must think as they think, act as they act, and live in selfless, joyless servitude to any need but his own. Look at history. Everything we have, every great achievement has come from the independent work of some independent mind. Every horror and destruction came from attempts to force men into a herd of brainless, soulless robots without personal rights, without personal ambition without will, hope, or dignity. It is an ancient conflict. It has another name. The individual against the collective. Our country, the noblest country in the history of men, was based on the principle of individualism, the principle of man's inalienable rights. It was a country where a man was free to seek his own happiness, to gain and produce, not to give up and renounce, to prosper, not to starve, to achieve, not to plunder, to hold as his highest possession a sense of his personal value, and as his highest virtue, his self-respect. Look at the results. That is what the collectivists are now asking you to destroy, as much of the earth has been destroyed. I am an architect. I know what is to come by the principle on which it is built. We are approaching a world in which I cannot permit myself to live. My ideas are my property. They were taken from me by force, by breach of contract. No appeal was left to me. 
It was believed that my work belonged to others to do with as they pleased. They had a claim upon me without my consent that it was my duty to serve them without choice or reward. Now you know why I dynamited Cortland. I designed Cortland. I made it possible. I destroyed it. I agreed to design it for the purpose of seeing it built as I wished. That was the price I set for my work. I was not paid. My building was disfigured at the whim of others who took all the benefits of my work and gave me nothing in return. I came here to say that I do not recognize anyone's right to one minute of my life, nor to any part of my energy, nor to any achievement of mine, no matter who makes the claim. It had to be said. The world is perishing from an orgy of self-sacrificing. I came here to be heard in the name of every man of independence still left in the world. I wanted to state my terms. I do not care to work or live on any others. My terms are a man's right to exist for his own sake.
Further, you are instructed that the extent of the monetary loss suffered by the owners is not a matter to be considered by you. The liability of the defendant for any financial loss is a question to be determined in a civil suit. You are concerned here only with a criminal action. You are to determine whether the defendant is guilty or innocent of the specific crime with which he has been charged. You are the exclusive judges of the facts. And under the instructions I have given you, it is your duty and your duty alone to determine the guilt or innocence of the accused. m'a dit Ferré, fais-moi une chanson. C'était une commande, et puis une commande du diable, mon Dieu, ça change. Thank you, Satan. Pour la flamme que tu allumes au creux d'un lit pauvre rupère. Plaisir qui s'y consume dans la toile ou dans le satin pour les enfants que tu ranimes au fond des dortoirs chérubins pour leurs pétales anonymes comme la rose du matin. Thank you, Satan. Tu recouvres de ton chandail tendre et rouquin Pour les portes que tu lui ouvres Sur la tanière des rupins Pour le condamné que tu veilles À l'abbaye du mont en l'air Pour le rhum que tu lui conseilles Et le mégot que tu lui sais 
Thank you, Satan. étoiles que tu sèmes dans le remords des assassins et pour ce cœur qui bat quand même dans la poitrine des putains pour les idées que tu maquilles dans la tête des citoyens pour la prise de la Bastille même si ça ne sert à Thank you, Satan. Pour le prêtre qui s'exaspère à retrouver le doux agneau, pour le pinard élémentaire qu'il prend pour du château Margot, pour l'anarchiste à qui tu donnes les deux couleurs de ton pays, le rouge pour Barcelone, le noir pour mourir à Paris. Thank you, Satan. Pour la sépulture anonyme que tu fis à Monsieur Mozart, sans croix ni rien, sauf pour la frime, un chien croque-mort du hasard, pour les poètes que tu glisses au chevet des adolescents, qu'en pousse dans l'ombre complice des fleurs du mal de 17 ans. Thank you, Satan. que tu fais naître au sein des plus raides vertus et pour l'ennui qui va paraître au coin des lits où tu n'es plus pour les ballots que tu fais paître dans le pré comme des moutons pour ton honneur à ne paraître jamais à la télévision Thank you pour tout cela et plus encore Pour la solitude des rois Le rire des têtes de mort Le moyen de tourner la loi Et qu'on ne me fasse pointer Et que je chante pour ton bien Dans ce monde où les ne sont pas faites pour les chiens. Thank you, Satan.
Yes, Mr. Wyland. Please read this and sign it if it meets with your approval. What is it? Your contract to design the Wyland building. Please listen carefully, Mr. Rourke. I have closed my newspaper. The banner has ceased to exist. I wish to undertake the construction of the Wyland building at once. It is to be the tallest structure of the city. You will design it as you wish. You will have full charge and complete authority. But I do not care ever to see you again. Please read the contract and sign it. You haven't read it. Please sign both copies. This will be the last skyscraper ever built in New York. The last achievement of man on earth before mankind destroys itself. Mankind will never destroy itself, Mr. Wyman, nor should it think of itself as destroyed. Not so long as it does things such as this. As what? As the Wyman building. That is up to you. Dead things, such as the banner, are only the financial fertilizer as their proper function. I told you once that this building was to be a monument to my life. There is nothing to commemorate now. The Wyland building will have nothing, except what you give it. Build it as a monument to that spirit which is yours and could have been mine.
Meine Damen und Herren, Mademoiselle Miss auf Atlantique, s'il vous plaît. This black card will be issued to you as you leave the stadium tonight. On it, there are three words. They are simple words, but they are vital words. They are words which we must now, all of us, begin using. Because since the end of the war, we in Britain have become apathetic, slack, losing our morality. National cohesion has become unimportant to us. We must fight this. We must. Now, all of us begin to use the words on the card. We will conform. Those are the words. We will conform. And when I say the word conform, I want all of you to shout in one clear voice in reply. We will conform. Now, conform.
Marcher en cadence, belle d'abandon On dirait un serpent qui danse au bout d'un bâton Sous le fardeau de ta paresse, ta tête d'enfant Se balance avec la mollesse d'un jeune éléphant Et ton corps se penche et s'allonge comme un fin vaisseau qui roule bord sur bord et plonge ses vergues dans l'eau Comme un flot grossi par la fonte des glaciers grondants Quand l'eau de ta bouche remonte au bord de tes dents Je crois boire un vin de bohème amer et vainqueur Un ciel liquide qui parsème d'étoiles mon cœur Thank you. 
Twice Top Gear on Resonance 104.4 FM, hopefully repeated at various times on Extra Resonance, Resonance Extra, our sister, even more experimental station available on digital and all things digital and all things digital and all things digital. If you want any details of today's iStopker and future episodes, previous episodes, there is a blog and a site being www.theculture.net. Follow the links to radio and broadcast and you will find it. It's also, you know, iStopker is available as a podcast through iTunes. Um, what else? We're looking to fund Isotopica a little bit because being a starving artist is becoming so tired in 2016. More about that in future editions. And what else? What else? What else? Yes, we are in the post-Brexit season of Isotopica where I shall be crying tears for Europe because I'm going to remain European. I'm hoping to continue fighting as a member of the resistance no matter what happens. Hard Brexit, no Brexit, whatever happened, I think we need a resistance. A political, cultural, economic resistance needs to be formed. If anyone wants to meet me down the pub for a bag of crisps and a sparkling drink, I'm happy to talk resistance to anyone, at any time, any place, anywhere. It's been a long summer, it's been a strange one. It's nice to be back on air. Simon Tishko, signing off from my Stopka. Lots of love, big hugs, kiss you all. Bye for now. This program was brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. Visit our website at resonancefm.com to hear our vast range of original 24 7 broadcasts. Resonance is a not for profit broadcast platform and relies on public support. If you like what you've heard, make a secure donation at resonancefm.com. <laughs>